Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I'm really excited that you guys are here because I had a different plan for this week's episode, but I got a question asked on Instagram in my messages that I thought was so relevant and such a great question that I think so many of us have, especially when we first start out as nurses or when we are students, that I thought I'd just make it a full episode in response because I think I can answer really quickly on messages, like try and give you some input. But but to really answer some of these questions, it's got to be flushed out into a full episode. So I thought I would do that. So shout out to Christine who asked this question. So I won't read her full question, but essentially she is talking about being in clinicals and that her professors keep telling her to ask questions. But And she wants to ask more questions and be more engaged, but she doesn't quite know how and she's kind of afraid that she might be interfering with the nurse's work that she's following that day. So just in general, what I'm trying to flesh out here is this idea about asking questions as a new nurse or a student nurse, because there are so many barriers. Christine pointed out one of them, but I think there are so many things that get in the way of this and so many things that we're afraid of when it comes to asking questions that I thought I would just kind of identify those barriers, kind of take some of them down and give you guys some tips that will help you to ask more questions and feel more comfortable doing so. So first thing, let's talk about these barriers that we feel when it comes to asking questions. So first one, which Christine identified, is that you don't want to interrupt or get in the way. You feel like you're in the way when you're asking questions to your preceptor or whoever you're following. And I totally understand this fear. We look at nurses who have, you know, six patients and we're assigned to them that day, especially as a student, you're just kind of thrown with a nurse half the time and you're watching her run around trying to get all of her tasks done. And you're like, how can I ask questions without interrupting or, you know, getting in the way of her med pass or messing with her time management? How am I supposed to ask questions? I totally understand that fear because we're watching them work so hard and we feel like we're in the way. I I remember this feeling so vividly, especially as a student, because once you're a new nurse that's been hired, you're at least going to be part of the team. So it feels a little bit better. But as a student, you're often just like thrown with someone. And sometimes you get the impression that they are not overly thrilled about it. And also sometimes you're thrown with them and you feel kind of ignored because they're clearly busy with other things. So of course, you're going to feel like a burden in some ways. You might feel like you're getting in the way or, you know, you're in a small room with them and you kind of have to always move so that people can get around you, especially in procedural areas. I see this a lot with students. They just feel like they're in the way. So I totally understand that fear. And we will talk about some ways to ask questions without it getting 
quote unquote in the way. We'll chat about that. But it's totally normal to have that fear. It's it's normal to kind of feel that way. It's okay. Know that what you're doing, the role that you're in in this period of time, whether it is as a new nurse or as a student, it's vital and it, you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to be in this phase. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not doing anything wrong. This is just part of your journey. So just know that and we'll talk about some tips on how to get past that feeling. The second barrier that is really common when it comes to asking questions is being afraid to sound stupid, asking stupid questions or identifying something that you feel like you quote unquote should know. Again, super common fear. It feels like when, especially in nursing school or when you're a new nurse, it feels like you should just know all this stuff um, as you keep progressing along your path as well as the further you get the scarier it sometimes gets to ask questions because you feel like you've reached the point of no return like you're six months in you can't ask questions like that anymore you're supposed to know this or you know you've been you're in your third semester of you know your nursing school or clinicals or whatever and so you should know this right you can't ask that question anymore it feels like there's like this weird point in the line in the sand that you can no longer ask specific kinds of questions. And I get that. I understand that fear. Again, we'll talk about some ways to get past that. But know that sometimes you have to be vulnerable with your questions. And know that it's really important for you to ask questions. And it's okay. There are going to be some nurses that aren't overly supportive of this idea. And it's about that's about them. That's not about you. And along that same vein, the last barrier that I want to identify is the impatient or harsh nurses that we sometimes are put with in these phases where it feels like we can't ask questions because they seem like they're not interested in us asking questions or they seem annoyed that we're asking questions. Again, that is a problem with that nurse. It's not about you. But that is often a barrier if you perceive that, if you feel like you're your preceptor or your nurse that you're with is not interested in you asking questions or they're treating you poorly or they've been rude or demeaning, that's going to be a barrier to you asking questions even when you should be asking them. So common things that come up, I'm sure there are a million others, but big ones are you don't want to get in the way, you don't want to interrupt, uh, you don't want to sound stupid or ask things that you should know. And then lastly, being paired with impatient or rude nurses that aren't willing to answer your questions. All those things can be barriers. So easy. Let's talk about some tips that will help you ask these questions and some little techniques that you can use in your practice that make this a little bit easier, can help you feel a little bit more comfortable when it comes to asking these questions. First things first, let's talk about this idea of being afraid of looking stupid. Know this, sometimes not asking anything looks worse. Now, There are a number of scenarios where you're not going to have questions or you just don't know what to ask in that moment. It's okay. Don't panic and make up questions. But sometimes if you get thrown a student or if you're precepting someone and they're just going through the motions and they don't ask you anything, that can sometimes come across like you don't care, like you're not interested, that you're overly scared of what you're doing, that you're not confident at all, or that you feel like you know it all. None of those things are good, and that's not how you want to be perceived. And I'm sure that's not the case. I know that as a student, it's terrifying sometimes. So the scared one might be true. But 
I know you care about what you're doing. Sometimes it feels so overwhelming that you can't even think of a question. And I understand that feeling. But know that asking questions can help you appear interested and seem like you're engaged in the content, that you're willing to, you're a go-getter, you're willing to learn, you're willing to master new things and be vulnerable asking questions. That's a part of nursing. It's an important piece. Lifelong learning is a core principle when it comes to nursing. So part of that is going to always be asking questions. So think of some questions. Take your time. Don't rush into them if you, you know, don't like just grasp at straws and ask whatever if you don't actually have that question. But if you're afraid of saying the wrong thing or looking stupid, know that sometimes asking nothing looks worse. So don't be afraid to ask some questions. It's better to ask a question and have someone judge you because they feel like you should know that and have your question answered than never to ask the question and not gain that knowledge. I know that that is a hard thing to swallow. It's not always comfortable doing that. But having your question answered and learning is better than being silent and not learning anything. And then number two in this area is you don't know what you don't know. You are exactly where you're supposed to be in this stage. If you have questions, it's because you haven't learned that yet. And that's when you should be asking questions. Unfortunately, in our industry, in nursing in general, in healthcare, not asking questions can be the most unsafe thing to do because you may never progress as a nurse or you could actually hurt someone. If you try and fake it till you make it or try and do something without asking important questions that will make your practice safer for your patients. So because we're dealing with human lives, asking questions is a vital piece. And you have to kind of get over this fear of being vulnerable because that's what it comes down to. It's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good to be judged. Nurses shouldn't be doing that to you, but it happens. And I know that I can't pretend that all the nurses in the world are going to be you know, wonderful to you and treat you the right way and not make you feel stupid. Unfortunately, you're probably going to run into some nurses that make you feel like crap when you ask questions. Should not be that way. We're going to slowly change this culture, but you still have to get over that because asking those questions is so important to have your answers and to make your practice safe and to learn. We'll chat about some ways that you can phrase questions and think about how you're asking the questions to hopefully combat that and avoid being treated poorly by nurses. Shouldn't be happening, but it can. We'll talk about some ways to help with that. But in general, I want you to just know that you're not stupid. You're learning. You are in the phase where you're, you don't know what you don't know. You have to ask the questions to grow. So this can just come down to confidence. It's going to take you time to build up your confidence as a new nurse or as a student. But know that asking questions is never going to be the wrong thing to do. There are ways to ask questions better, but asking the questions is the only way that you are going to build your confidence and your knowledge as a nurse. So just know that right out the gate. The next thing that I want you to realize is that this is part of the job. Training nurses, having students is part of your job as a nurse. You are not in the way. You are not a burden. This is part of this career. 
this lifelong learning is a piece of this in any profession at all. You have to train new people and it's not always the best thing. Sometimes it's on a hard day when you have a really difficult assignment and you feel like you're a little bit overwhelmed as the nurse doing this, but it's still part of the job. You have to train the next generation, right? We have to, we need future nurses. We have a shortage. So we should be grateful that you're there and asking questions because we want you to be the strongest, most resilient nurses that we can have for the future. So I know that sometimes it feels like you're in the way and that people don't want you there. I can at least speak for me. We need you there. I want you there. I'm happy that you're here. So know that training is part of the job. It's not a burden. And if nurses don't treat you well, if they act like they're annoyed anytime you ask questions, again, know that that's about them. And consider for yourself, if you are a student or if you are a new nurse, consider whether this unit is the right one for you, if that happens a lot. If you're approaching nurses and all of them are impatient, that none of them want to answer your questions, they all, you feel like a burden, they all treat you like you shouldn't be there, they're annoyed. Is that the culture that you want to be part of? Maybe that unit is just not for you and that's something you're learning for yourself. As a student, if you observe that on a unit, if you see a lot of this toxic culture where people are treating each other poorly or they're just annoyed that they have a student at all, they're complaining, they're not helping you, they're not answering questions, that's not a unit you want to be part of. And that'll help you identify the pieces of a culture that aren't aligned for you. You want a supportive culture. You want a place where you can ask questions and don't feel stupid doing so. So all that that's telling you is that this unit has a toxic culture and you just that's not the place for you. Get what you can out of this experience in the clinicals. Ask the questions that you can and do your best. But know that what you've learned in that space is that that's not for you. And that's their own issue. That's not about you. You are doing exactly what you should be doing. Asking questions as a student is important. And sometimes you get thrown into the ringer with a nurse who's not interested in having you there. That's their problem. That's not about you. Also, if you can, as a student or as a new nurse, identify the people on that unit that you feel comfortable asking questions to. This is especially true for newer nurses. Oftentimes that might be your preceptor, but we don't always get paired up with the best preceptors. We don't have a lot of choice. We can change things if we need to, but sometimes it's not your preceptor. Sometimes it's another nurse altogether that you feel the most comfortable asking questions to, that they just are so patient. They have so much knowledge. They're so willing to have students. They just seem excited to have a new nurse or a student with them. That's the nurse you want to gravitate towards. So even if you have a preceptor, for example, that answers your questions, but isn't overly helpful, identify the person on that unit that you always know you can go to. I know when I first started in the ICU, I just gathered those people up. They were my preceptors for sure. All of my preceptors were amazing. So I knew that I could always go to them, but I also identified other members of the staff that I knew that I could ask questions to. We had some like mama bear nurses on the unit that never made me feel stupid. They always made me feel comfortable They always answered my questions to the best of their ability, and they never did it in a condescending manner. They always grabbed me when there was a learning opportunity. Those are the nurses that you really want to identify 
and gravitate towards when it comes to asking questions. So you can be a little bit strategic with who you're asking these questions to. That's going to help you kind of gain some confidence asking and have you be in an environment that nurtures that learning and you gaining knowledge and growing in your journey as a nurse. Okay, so let's chat about some things that you can do to make this process a little bit easier. Number one, if you are finding that you have a lot of questions and you don't feel super comfortable asking them in the moment, like maybe a bunch of them are coming up, it's okay for you to write down questions throughout the day. So if you're a student or a new nurse, if you're going through your day and you're like, ooh, I have a question about this and this and this and this and this, like you're identifying all sorts of things, maybe in report, you're hearing all these things that you're not familiar with. So instead of like trying to interrupt someone while they're giving report, which is not the right etiquette, instead, just keep track of those things. Write all your questions down and maybe the best time is to find when you have a break in the day or at the end of the shift to Pull your preceptor, whoever you're with, aside and say, hey, I have these questions. Do you have time to go over these with me? And break them up. If it's on a break, maybe answer a few of them. Answer the rest at the end of the shift. But write them down. And then when you have time and it seems like it's a good time to ask questions, that's when you can go through them and you didn't forget them at least. Because it's easy to come up with a ton of questions and then just have them leave your mind when new questions pop up. So write them down. And the other thing here is if you don't get them answered by your nurse, maybe it was a super busy day and you didn't have a chance to go over these things. If you're a new nurse, you can either answer them maybe in the next shift when you have time and you've got them all written out. Or if you're a student, you could then bring them to your debriefing or your your meeting after your clinicals that you usually have and ask your clinical instructor or ask your fellow students who may also be able to answer these questions. Great learning opportunity for all of you to learn together. So write them down and find a, a good time to ask them if you don't feel comfortable just asking a lot of questions in the moment. Because sometimes that's not what you want to be doing, right? You don't always want to just be peppering your your nurse with tons of questions when they're trying to get tasks done and I know that feeling so if you're starting to feel that way write them down and find a good time to discuss them the other thing that this allows you to do this is another tip altogether but if you write down your questions that's also going to be allow you to identify which ones you actually might be able to look up yourself and this is something that I think a lot of nurses respect and appreciate is when a student or a new nurse is writing things down and identifies which things they can find out for themselves because that is actually a very important skill to learn as a nurse is being self-sufficient and learning things on your own that you can. Of course, you're going to ask questions. There's going to be things that you want to ask people rather than try and look up, but it shows a level of responsibility and resourcefulness that you can find the answer on your own or at least that you attempted so let's say at the beginning of your shift you get a you're in report and somebody says a disease that you're unfamiliar with or an acronym that you're not familiar with it's easy for you to pull out your phone or look it up on the internet real quick what does this acronym mean what is this disease and then what you could do is take that to your preceptor and say hey i looked up this disease I see that it's this. Um, Is there things that in your experience that you've learned uh, you want to watch out for when it comes to this disease? So then you asked a really knowledgeable question and you showed that you took the initiative to answer the question 
to your, to the best of your ability by yourself. Now you're showing clinical knowledge. You're you're showing critical thinking, which is super important as a nurse. So if you write your questions down, that gives you an opportunity to answer what you can on your own. And that really is going to help you learn and show that you really care about what you're learning. And along with writing down your questions, I also want you guys to get into the practice of taking notes. Now, on my in the cath lab, I am probably the biggest nerd on the unit. And oftentimes people are like, why are you why do you have a notebook full of all this stuff? It's because <laughs> I know that at the very least, when I write down all the things that I need to remember about this procedure, it helps me learn because I know that that is my learning style, that if I hear something or read something and write it down, that it's going to really stick in my brain better than if I just heard it and just let it float into my brain. It just doesn't work very well for me. Um, So that I already know that works for me. But also, I then have this book that's a reference book. So every time I get thrown into a situation that I haven't been in in a while, I can look at my notes and suddenly it's it's brought back to the forefront of my brain. Like suddenly I'm like, oh yeah, that's what you have to do for a watchman or Ooh, this is what you need to remember when you put in a nephrostomy tube, something that I don't do all the time. So people think people make fun of my notebook, but it's where I keep my notes. So for you guys, the tip here is take notes. When you learn something, if you can, when you're getting your questions answered, write down those answers and build something for yourself that you can look back on. Because something that a lot of nurses do not appreciate is when they have to answer the same question over and over and over and over again. Because again, I know we all learn differently and a lot of us need that repetition. I know I do. But if you just keep asking the same question over and over, it's showing that you're, you're not learning very quickly, maybe you're not paying attention, that you're not taking the time to write these things down. And that can feel to nurses like you are wasting their time or that you're not you know, paying attention to them, that you're asking questions without really listening. I know that that's not the intention. And I know that as a nurse, but some nurses can perceive this. So know that if you, again, take the notes, you can look back on them and then you could build a better question, which is always going to look better. So if you've already asked about diabetes, if you've asked about, you know, the meds that go along with diabetes, don't ask that again. If you have your notes, you can look back on them. But instead, you could then flush out that question like, actually, what uh, what's the upper limit of that dose or what are side effects that I should watch out for? So now you're asking a new question that's building on the knowledge you already have because you took notes. So notes are so important, especially when you are first starting out. It's not something you always have to do. I know that most nurses now, like that's why they make fun of me because they're like, I don't need to take notes anymore. For me, I'm like, this is a whole new place and that's how I learn. So I need those, even though I've been a nurse for at least a few years now, a couple years. Gosh, it feels like it's been longer. (laughs) It has not. But I'm a note taker. And so if that is what works for you, I encourage you to do the same. Or if it's something that is a challenging subject for you, take notes on the answers so that you can research at home or just have something to look back on, something that you've learned. It's better to do that than keep asking the same question over and over. So know that that can be a pet peeve for nurses. So try and avoid that however you can. See what I mean, though? This is why we had to make this an episode. I've already talked for 23 minutes about this topic. Who knew? (laughs) 
Okay, last two pieces that I want to really touch on that this is going to help you guys with how to ask these questions is considering your timing and considering your phrasing. So let's start with timing. The first thing that I want you guys to consider when it comes to the timing of your questions is whether you are in front of a patient and what the question entails. Now, this is specific to what kind of question you're asking. Of course, you can ask questions in front of patients. You're a student, you're learning, that's okay. But consider the sensitivity of what you're asking before you just blurt out questions with a patient there because you want them to be confident in you giving them care and you also want them to be confident in the nurse that is giving them care, especially if you're a student. So you don't want to like call out something that maybe the nurse doesn't have the answer to because that patient's then going to lose confidence in them. So first thing, consider their disease. Don't ask like, oh, what's glaucoma? You know, don't ask like big questions about a disease like that in front of a patient where that could be sensitive for them. You can ask that away from the patient's room. If they're already discussing, you can ask questions about it, but just consider what that may look like to the patient if you're asking questions about like what disease they have or like what does it mean that they don't have this leg or what's that growth on their toe? You don't want to ask those kinds of things with the patient there. So just consider the audience, consider who who you're asking about. Also, what patient are you talking about? You should not ask questions about another patient in front of another patient, if that makes sense. So you shouldn't ask questions about patients, patient B's disease when you are in patient A's room. You don't want to compare them, do that kind of thing. You can do that outside of the room so that you're like, oh, this patient has diabetes. This one has hypertension. It seems like there's related things that I should watch out for. That's fine. But don't talk about that in front of a different patient. That's a HIPAA thing but it's also just not sensitive. Along that same vein, when you are passing medications, I you can talk to your preceptor or nurse discreetly about this if you're at the computer and you just want to ask a little bit, but you don't necessarily want to be like, what does that med do? Because again, you're kind of undermining the confidence that that patient is going to have in you if it seems like you don't know what you're doing. I know you're learning and this is the phase you should be in. This is the, These are the questions you should be asking. But you also don't want to scare your patient. And that can sometimes happen if they feel like you don't know yet. And that's exactly where you should be. But you don't need to point that out to them. So, and there's also, again, the case where maybe your preceptor or nurse also doesn't know the answer to that question exactly, or doesn't really, is having a, a moment and a brain fart and can't think of what that med does off the top of their head. And then really that undermines the confidence of that patient with you with you as the nurse. So asking, you can ask some like side effects or you can ask like questions about a medication that you're fleshing out, especially if you can do it quietly. But you just don't want to make it seem like you have no idea what's going on in front of your patient. Now, you should be prepared to answer those questions with your nurse there because sometimes, especially some nurses, they will put you on the spot with questions about like, okay, what does this med do? Tell me about some side effects that we should be considering. They can ask you that question, so be prepared for that answer because that is an important part of learning. But typically, the best place to have these discussions or ask these questions is outside of the patient's room. And again, don't ask about other patients in front of the patient's room that you're in because that causes a whole slew of issues. So that's important to consider is 
what is your audience and is it appropriate to ask this question in front of this patient? We're asking something that's kind of sensitive or, or something that's more vulnerable that the patient could be embarrassed about. You don't want to be asking those things in front of your patients. You want to be considerate and respectful for them too. The second piece of your timing is consider the activity that is happening in that moment. For one, the big blaring one is, is this an emergency? If your patient is desatting, coding, there's an emergency going on, they've fallen, it's not the time to be asking about what a medication does. It's not the time to be asking about what happened to your other patient. It's not the time to be asking those kinds of questions. Honestly, an emergency is really not the time to be asking any questions. If you can help it, especially if your nurse is the one responding to that emergency, not the time. This is the time where you can help as much as you can. Maybe you're a runner for things. That is always a great role to be as a student where they're like, go get this. That's the best you can do. <laughs> and that is very helpful. So you can be a runner, but at, maybe write down those questions if it's an emergency. Not the time to ask them in the moment. And also consider whether what you're doing is kind of a sensitive activity. So if you are you know, cleaning up a patient, probably not the best time to be asking questions either. So just use that common sense and think about the scenario that you're in and think about whether it's a, it's a good time to have that kind of discussion. Now, if it's about like a technique when it comes to a sensitive activity, like a wound cleaning or cleaning a patient, it's okay to ask a couple minor questions. But for the most part, if you're in the middle of a big task, maybe save your questions for after that. That way your nurse can focus on what she's doing and that you your patient can be taken care of before you kind of prolong things or delay care. And similarly, keep your questions relevant to the task at hand. So when you're turning one patient, it's not really always the best time to be like, hey, what, is, what did that med do for that, that other patient that we were just in their room? Like, make sure your questions are relevant to the moment as much as you possibly can. Now, you can connect things. So if you have an experience with one person or that happened earlier in the day and it relates to what you're doing now, great. I don't want you guys to overthink your questions and be scared to ask them because I know sometimes we give you tips and that makes you even more afraid because you feel like you got to fit this criteria. I'm just trying to give you guys some some ideas that will help you feel more comfortable and learn how to ask better questions. So if there is an important question that you really want to ask or that you really are looking to get the answer to, ask it. Don't freak out about the timing. If it's not the right time, honestly, your nurse is probably going to let you know and tell you, I will answer that question later. That's okay. Again, don't take it personally. That probably just means it's not the best timing. And that's just a learning experience. So I don't want you guys to be afraid. I don't want these tips that I'm giving you to make you more afraid to ask questions. I hope that's not what's happening. But so just consider your timing. Use, use your critical thinking. Use your common sense. You guys know that you don't want to be asking questions about a bed bath while your patient is coding. I know you guys know that, but just kind of use that knowledge to think about when you're asking questions. What's the timing? And then the last piece is considering your phrasing. So how you're asking questions can make a really big difference. Now, I could talk about this forever. I'm not going to go crazy into this, but I want to give you guys some ideas at least about how you phrase your questions to make yourself look better. And also just to ask better questions, more like higher level questions that'll help you grow. 
Now, of course, in the beginning, you're going to be asking basic questions. You're supposed to be. Don't worry about that. Don't try and make your questions super complex. But as you progress, sometimes when we hit that that barrier where we start to feel like we shouldn't be asking this question anymore, I'm supposed to know this, whatever, that's when you can kind of play with the phrasing a little bit that helps shield that insecurity that you might be feeling. So for example, one technique you can always use, and this is going to help you learn too, is say what you know and then ask for validation, clarification, or elaboration. So if you know something about a topic, but you want to know more, that's a great way to show, here's what I know, but I would like more information. Or is this right, what I think I know? That's a great way to phrase a question because it's showing that you're putting your brain into it. You're, you're putting your thought process in. You're putting some critical thinking into asking the question. That's what nurses want to see. So an example could be like, so I know that with diabetic patients, you need to watch for symptoms A and B. What other symptoms have you seen in your practice, right? So what that shows is I, I already know that when I have a patient with diabetes, I want to watch out for these symptoms of hypoglycemia or whatever it is, right? But then you're also fleshing it out and asking, what have you seen in your practice? What's unique? What else should I know? What, you know, what med goes along with that? What can help with that? You're fleshing out your stream of knowledge, right? You're showing what you know, and then you're asking for more. That's a great way to phrase a question is just by showing what you already know, or at least putting effort into that, saying, you know, I totally remember that I read this chapter in our book about, you know, hypertension and how it relates to this part in the heart. Is that right? I'm just, I'm trying to really solidify this concept. And sometimes I, I'm not sure. Does that make sense to you? Like asking for that clarification, asking for validation while showing that you're trying to use your critical thinking is a great way to, way to go. It's going to show that you're putting that effort in. And then the other way that I love to ask questions, I do this still, but I especially did it when I was first starting in the ICU because as I progressed again, I felt like people would think I should know things already. And I still feel like that sometimes. And I'm like, crap, I feel like I should know this. And it feels like I've passed the point where it's appropriate to ask these questions. And that's a scary feeling to have, I know. But there are ways that we can kind of phrase things. So one of the ways that I loved is asking somebody to show me how they do something. If I feel a little bit unsure, or maybe it's been a while since I've done something, saying like, well, I know that everyone has different techniques for you know, a bed bath, for example. I would love to see how you do it, and then maybe I can try the next one. So what I'm doing there, I'm showing that I'm thinking about the fact that everyone does things differently and I'm trying to learn all the ways that people do things so I can find the best way for myself. So that's okay to do. I still do that to this day saying, I would love to see how you do that so that I can learn your technique and see if it works for me. And then I'll try the next one. So you've somebody taught you one and then you do one. That's a great way to go. Or the other thing that you can always do is if it's been a while since you've seen something, or maybe you've only done something once, they're going to be like, have you ever taken out a central line? Well, I think I've seen that once, but it's been a while. Would you mind showing me so that you can refresh my memory? Again, a safe way to say, you know what? I don't, I don't feel super comfortable with that. I'm still gaining confidence. I still need to learn. That's a great way to phrase that 
so that you're open to observing and assisting. Or you can even just say, can you walk me through it? Again, great way to ask a question, show initiative that you want to do the task, but identify that it's okay if it's been a while since you've done something or if you've only seen it once. It's okay to phrase it that way and that really helps to show that you're willing to learn, but that you're identifying an area that you may not be completely confident in. So I do this again all the time in the cath lab, like when it comes to certain types of procedures. And it's true. I'm not lying. It's like, oh, it's been like, I think I saw that when I first started here, like a a mitra clip, for example. The other day I was in, they threw me into structural heart and it'd been a really long time since I'd been in there. So I hadn't done a mitra clip in a while. So I just needed a refresher. So that's all I said to the nurse that I was in the room with. It's been a while since I've done these. Can you walk me through what I need to remember? Great. I've refreshed my memory. No harm, no foul. It's not like in his brain, I hope not at least, that he was like, oh, she should know this. This is ridiculous. She's an idiot. I'm sure he didn't think that. I'm sure he was just like, oh, yeah, it's been a while. Cool. Yep. Here's what you need to know. Again, that's probably what's going to happen with the nurses you're asking is you're going to ask the question. You're going to say it's been a while or, you know, I've only seen this happen once or I've done it once and it was months ago. Would you mind walking me through it? Okay. So that was a classic case of Ashley talks way too much about one topic, which is why we have these long episodes. (laughs) I'm just going to keep going with it. This is just my signature move is 30 plus minute episodes. But this is really important. We really need to feel comfortable asking questions. We need to be able to ask and learn and feel comfortable doing so. So I think that this was important to flesh out. I hope that this episode was helpful wherever you are in your journey. Even if you aren't a new nurse or a student, if you start somewhere new, it can feel very intimidating to ask questions. Again, we get back into that phase, especially if you've been a nurse for any period of time and you jump to somewhere else. It feels like you think that they assume you have a certain base amount of knowledge and that you can't ask these types of questions sometimes or that there's some that just aren't acceptable. I don't know. But it's always important for all of us to be able to ask questions throughout our journeys, throughout our careers, regardless of what phase we're in. So, I hope that this was helpful. If you are an experienced nurse and you have some extra tips for people to ask questions, what you like to see, um, let me know and I can share them with everyone too. If you are a student or a new nurse and you found these things helpful, please share this with your nursing friends. I just want to kind of spread this message and change nursing culture, change how we feel about these types of areas, make us feel more comfortable and confident as nurses. That is always my intention. So sharing this message is the best way for me to do that. And if you do, tag me because I love to thank you guys for that. And also, if you are listening to this in the month of July, we are having a giveaway all month long. And as you engage throughout the month, you get entered. I'm going to pick the most engaged person to win a box full of all of my favorite things. But I'm also doing little mini giveaways throughout the month for people who are sharing and engaging. So we've already picked one of those. So you've got plenty of opportunities. And so share, tag me, and you'll be entered for that as well. Just as a bonus incentive and to say thank you for spreading this message and being a part of this community. I hope you guys have a really great week. I'm sorry for the length of this episode. (laughs) I hope that it set you up for success. And I really appreciate you being here. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. 
If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.